and Jake Scott, presented by Big O Tires. Stop by your locally owned Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the best prices on winter tires. Big O Tires, the team you trust. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Loving our new title sponsor, Big O Tires. Winter tires starting at only $49.95, only at Big O Tires. No credit needed financing available. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Let's get out of the zone phone. Joining us now, former Cougar linebacker and our good friend Jordan Pendleton. Jordan, what's going on? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? We're great, man. This is this is BYU's biggest game of the year. It's it's game week. Utah's also getting started this week. It, it finally almost feels a little bit normal on the college football front. Yeah, no, it, it's it's good to have Utah back and playing and have the back tw- uh, Pac-12 back and playing. And this week, it almost feels like it's the Super Bowl for BYU. We finally get to go against the, you know, a, even though they've only played two games, they're ranked top 25. So I think, you know, everything is on the line this year, or on, everything is on the line for this game for this year. You know, if if they can go out and prove themselves against Boise State, who is you know, a, a, a much better opponent than what we've been facing, then I think it'll be a great thing for BYU. And there's a lot of pressure riding up on this game. Yeah, Jordan, it's like a two-edged sword. On the one hand, BYU has had the advantage of being better than every team it's played. And obviously the results have indicated that. And uh, they've had time to develop as a team and get them their legs under them and, 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 uh, and impress people nationally. But now it all comes down to one moment in time. And maybe that's true for a lot of teams. But for BYU in particular, it's now or never because uh, maybe San Diego State will fit into the same category by the time they play. But it just seems like this one, all the validation or all the naysayers out there will will uh, be justified one way or the other. Yeah, no, you're definitely right. And it's it kind of it still kind of sucks because Boise State's only played two games. So I, I feel like, you know, BYU definitely has the advantage of having seven games under their belt. They've been playing for, you know, a couple months now. And so it's, you know, it's really difficult to go. It's really difficult for Boise State to come in um, only having been in their third game and play against a team that's been playing for, you know, several months and that's like, you know, as hot as BYU is right now. But, you know, at at the end of the day, it it is definitely going to be the best competition that we've faced. And, you know, BYU can only uh, focus on what they can control and that's going out and getting a win against a good opponent and, you know, there, there is a lot of validation on this game. If they, you know, it's one of those, it's one of those things. It's like, if you, if you lose, then everybody is like, yeah, we told you you're playing crappy competition. And then if you win, it's like, well, Boise State's only played two games. And, and so, you know, it's kind of a lose, lose situation for BYU, I think. And so the only way to really win this battle and, and validate themselves is to come out and, and dominate Boise State. Like they've been dominating these other teams throughout the you know throughout the entire year 
Regardless who plays quarterback for, for Boise, uh, it's going to be a good one who, who can make some throws. Are you concerned at all about uh, BYU secondary? Yeah, I'm actually excited to see our defense and especially our secondary go against um, not only a good quarterback. I think we've played against some decent – I thought that Houston quarterback was awesome. Uh, you know, but I'm, I'm more excited to see them not only go up against a, a good quarterback, but – also going to have some some talented receivers, uh, a much more, you know, a much better offensive line, and, 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 you know, just going against more talent in general across the board from, you know, whether that's the running game, but more specifically, a, a you know, good quarterback that can throw. And then, all, you know, Boise State always has decent weapons and good weapons. So I'm curious to see how our DBs are going to match up against a, a good opponent. So I'm actually – Really excited to watch this game. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a huge statement game for our defense to see where they're really at because we've just been, you know, offensively we've we've looked phenomenal, but defensively it's kind of unknown right now. Are we a good defense or are we not? I want to say that we we are. We've looked awesome, but uh, it'll be be good to see them go up against a, a team that's, historically put up a lot of points and has been a program that has had a you know phenomenal offense for many many years so speaking of that defense uh, i know from our conversations in the past jordan i figure i know how you're going to answer this question <laughs> but jake and i have talked a lot about you know the three up front the eight out back uh how should byu uh, try to cover everybody or should they try and pressure the quarterback uh, in this particular game, which uh, which do you favor? Yeah, I, I think they need to mix it up. Um, you know, I, I really think they need to mix it up. I I feel like defense defenses that are scared that are that don't trust their DBs to be able to cover are going to bring three man pressures and they're they're going to leave everybody back. So usually when a defense does that, it tells you something. It tells you that they don't trust their defensive backs to be able to match up one-to-one on certain receivers. And, and so we're going to see how, you know, the BYU coaches feel about their, their players and their personnel. Uh, and we're, we're going to find out this weekend if they're willing to bring pressure. I think they've got to bring pressure. Uh, you know, it, even, even if you're sitting back in coverage, it's still really hard when the quarterback has that much time to sit and go through all of his progressions. And so, you know, I, I hope to see BYU mix it up a lot this weekend. And I, I want to see them, yeah, do some three-man fronts and, and, and play coverage. But, you know, they should be giving them different looks and they should be bringing some five-man, even some six-man pressure sometimes and switching things up and making that quarterback have to think and, and have to react very fast. And, uh, you know, if we can do that and, and, and create some turnovers, I think we have a really good chance to win this game. But It'll be interesting to see what our strategy is coming into this game. Jordan Pendleton is with us, uh, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, Gordon and I were talking about this the other day, Jordan. Um, the Boise State has been has been really good, obviously, for, for a long time now. And they've done it through multiple head coaches. You know, go back four or five coaches. Um, and even some of those coaches have gone other places and not really had success. I lost somebody like Dan Hawkins, who was just dreadful in Colorado. What have they figured out in Boise to not only build this program, but maintain it at the level that they have? Yeah, that, that's a phenomenal question. I, I think, you know, Boise is a. I, I've been to a, I've been to a game. I have not played in the game there, but I've 
I've been to a couple games there, and, and you know, the culture is phenomenal there. The fan base is, is awesome. They really, really care about their football team. Uh, I, I was really impressed with how awesome their fan base was. And they've just they've developed a winning culture, and I think they've done a really good job through transitions of different coaches of being able to sustain that. You know, we've we've seen coaches leave sometimes, and programs kind of, you know, go downhill. And and I don't know what it is that they're doing over there, but they've they've done a really good job keeping it together and and you know transitioning with new coaches and still having a successful program. So you could look at. Um, you know, they, maybe they do a good job recruiting and bringing in good kids. Um, you know, I, I don't know what it is, but I know they have an awesome fan base. Uh, you know, the, that city, they, they really love their, their Boise State football team, and it's, it's a pretty fun atmosphere uh, to be involved with if you've Jordan. ever gone to a game there. It's very fun. Oh, sorry. Uh, what do you make of the complaint that some people have about the blue uniforms against the blue turf? Do you think that's a, a load of hooey that anybody would worry about such a thing, or yeah. <laughs> or what do you make of it? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think it's a problem. I mean, once you're out there on the field, uh, it doesn't really make a difference. You, you, you know who the opposing team is and what color of uniforms they're wearing, and it's not like it's not like they're wearing camouflage and you know you can't see them or anything because the the field is blue so i think it's i think it's an excuse and you know i don't really see an issue with it it is kind of trippy to watch the games on tv but after being there in person it's 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 a little bit different than what you what you think on tv and so um you know i don't i don't see an issue with it and once you're up close in person and you're lined up against the person next to you it really has no effect on your ability to make plays. Jordan Pendleton is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Um, Boise is going to have the best secondary, or at least in my opinion, that uh, that BYU will have faced thus far this year. And actually, maybe that's not a huge jump. But uh, Zach Wilson and and the weapons on the outside, uh, you talk about what they need to do going up against a really good secondary. Yeah, well, I'm I'm excited to see if our receivers can one just get open like they have in the previous games. You know, they're they're going to go up against a lot more talented defensive you know defensive backs. But not only that, I think you know Boise State has always had one or two guys on the D line that are, are really good pass rushers, and they they seem to have some guys that year in and year out that get after the quarterback as well. So I'm I'm really anxious to see everything. I'm anxious to see if our offensive line can give Zach Wilson some time in the pocket to be able to go through his progressions. And then um, I'm curious to see how our, our receivers that have been performing at a really high level so far, uh, can they create separation against some faster DBs, some more athletic DBs? And is the timing – between Zach and his receivers going to you know look and feel the way that it, that it has the past seven games and so there's a lot of stuff uh, this weekend that will will be exciting to see I think a lot of people are are anxious to see all right it, Zach Wilson with how phenomenal he's playing and with the second QBR in the country right now all right can he do that against a team with more athletic uh, you know defensive backs and and a good pass rush that, you know, could potentially be getting after him all game. So uh, it'll be fun to see. I'm just excited to finally watch us go up against, a you know, a, a matched opponent. So you go all the skill players running around, both when BYU has the ball and when Boise has the ball. But I, I, I believe 
that the Cougars need to go up there and punch this team in the mouth. Uh, along that offensive front that you're talking about and along the defensive line, be physical. Be as physical as possible. Am I just up in the night, or is there some validity to what I'm saying there? No, there, there's a ton of validity to that. I think if, you know, the, you know, just based off personal experience, our main goal, and, and I didn't play offense in college, but, you know, I'm, I'm around the offense and I'm around what our team strategy is. Anytime you can go and you can establish the run game, all right, on offense, it, it's just it, – it's a huge factor that goes into the game because you're, you're, you're going to allow – Zach to be able to, you know, have a lot more opportunity in the passing game. If if we turn into a one-dimensional team where he's we're relying on Zach to throw the ball 50 times a game, then it, it presents some problems. And so we've we've got to be able to establish the run game. And and I'm a huge believer in that. And on the reverse side, as a defender, you've got to be able to stop the run. And and if you can't stop the run, then it presents a lot of problems. And so. You know, I, I think it goes it goes both ways. We've we've got to be we've got to be the more physical team up front. And if we can, you know, be running the ball like we have, I think we're almost averaging, or at least we were, close to 200 yards rushing a game. If we can go and run the ball like that, then it's going to open up our offense a lot more, and we're going to have a ton of options to be able to work with, you know, against a lot a, a lot better opponent. So, is that offensive line good enough to do that? Uh, we're going to find out. <laughs> they've looked good so far. But, again, I don't think they've gone against uh, a defensive line or, or linebackers, for that matter, that are, you know, and I'm not saying we've gone against just completely terrible players and competition, but there's something to be said about a team that has been successful for, you know, 10-plus years. Um, you know, they're a lot more well-rounded team and they're a lot more experienced. They've been in big situations. They've played it. They've played in you know um, big time bowl games. And uh, you know, I, I, there's just something to be said about that. And so I'm not saying we haven't gone against any good competition. It's just I feel like Boise State is a much more well-rounded team, um, more assignment sound, um, detail oriented than any other team that we've that we face and so that that's going to be the challenge that you know we're going to have to hopefully overcome as as we face a better opponent Jordan, I want to ask you a big picture program question, and and it, it seems to me uh, that this is Kalani's best team, and that through his young head coaching career, he's figured some things out. And you're you're from the Bronco era, and Bronco did some things differently, which we've talked to you about before. But I want to ask you this: What is Kalani doing right? Well, I think I think one good thing that Kalani did was he made some he made some changes um, within the coaching staff, and I think. Uh, you know, I, nothing against anybody that was there before. I just think, you, you know, to make those decisions is tough. And when, when you're the boss and, and you're the man on the job, sometimes you've got to make those decisions. And I, I thought that he brought in, you know, a really good offensive coordinator that now Zach has been able to have a couple years of experience under that offense. And so I think, you know, and, and two, years, you know two years ago they were freshmen. And so I think it's a combination of our guys maturing. We had a lot of freshmen that were starting a couple of years ago, especially on offense with our, within our skill guys that are now juniors. And I feel like they're, you know, they're more poised and they have a lot more experience. And I think Kalani's just done a really good job of making adjustments and, and being like, all right, 
you know, here's things that we're not doing really well, and what can we do to fix those things? And uh, I, I feel like Kalani is a very open-minded person. Um, he, he's not somebody that, you know, is I, I, even though he's a phenomenal coach and has a, a high football IQ, he's when I my interactions with him is it's never been oh I know it all and and you know I'm the boss and I I know what I'm doing and and whatever I say goes. Uh, he's a lot more open-minded, and I think he's allowed you know other people to have a voice and and help make certain adjustments. And and you know and the players love him, and the players will you know go go all out for him and 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 love being around that atmosphere and playing for him. So I think he's just done a good job, and I think he's kind of molded into it, it, you know BYU has a very tough job to be a head coach, and so I think he's done a good job of just kind of molding down there and and figuring things out you know who else i think uh, has done a nice job and deserves credit and he may not get as much as he should but a rod i I think has really helped that passing game down there and he's helped open up that offense a little more and uh remember how conservative it used to be back in the uh, for a while there and and now i think they're utilizing every quadrant of the field and trying to threaten defenses opposing defenses that on any play they could be attacked anywhere and there's always room for for like we were talking about punching a defense in the mouth and and showing them you can run the ball but i think uh, a rod is pushing a lot of good buttons as far as that passing attack goes i I couldn't agree more with you gordon i think I, i was just talking about this the other day do you remember when we played Utah? It was a couple of years ago. It was at their place, and we were dominating them in the first half. And Zach Wilson was playing phenomenal. He was a freshman at the time, and he was he was playing good. And we were, you know, we, we were all gas, no breaks. And he threw that one pick six that that Utah returned for a touchdown. And you could just feel the momentum just shift drastically in Utah's favor. And I felt like in the second half, we started playing very conservative. We took the ball out of Zach's hands. We started, you know, we played not to lose instead of playing to win. And now fast forward to that Houston game when, when it looked like, all right, this is a game. We're in a tight situation. Uh, like you said, they, they, they left it open and they let, they let the playmakers make plays when it mattered and, and when it was needed most. And that is one thing I've noticed, and I think A-Rod has a, a huge, you know, I think he deserves a ton of credit for that. And so that, that's been one thing that I have enjoyed watching this year is we keep our, our foot on the gas and we don't start playing conservative and start playing not to lose. And that's one thing that we did a couple years ago. Well, I keep hearing people say, you know, giving credit to other people, outside people, out the program, helping uh, Zach Wilson along. I, I don't know if you, Jake Jordan, I don't know if you knew this, but did you know that uh, Zach Wilson drove 10 hours each way to visit with John Beck uh, on on the weekends? Did you, yeah, Jake, did, yeah. you, did, you yeah. did you know that? I mean, I, have you heard that before? I know that's really breaking yeah, news. I, yep, uh, yep, I have heard it. He did it even when he was in high school. And I will say this from firsthand experience, I, I try and get out of – you know, I try and go learn from as many people as I can. I actually went out to Huntington Beach and I, you know, shadowed John Beck and, you know, some of his coaches for a whole week. And 
Uh, I was blown away by what they're doing. I, I really was. Um, it, it was awesome to see. And so, you know, I, I keep in touch with John Beck every now and again. We talk every now and again, and I've sent some quarterbacks his way. And so I, I did know that, and, and Zach's been doing that since he was in high school. Um, it's, not, it's not a new thing. And, 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 you know, John Beck deserves a ton of credit because what, what they're doing out there is phenomenal. They, they stay pretty quiet about who they're working with and what they're doing, but um, the, what they're doing is pretty cutting edge as far as how they're approaching – you know, how they train quarterbacks. And so it's, it's very impressive. And I think, you know, Zach's dedication to go, to go do that and put him the time to, to drive there just shows, you know, how dedicated he is to becoming a good quarterback. And it's paid off. It's, it's paid off extremely well for him so far. You know, Jordan, I was kind of being sarcastic there. Jake knows this because we, we, we laugh about how it seems like every announcer – brings up the John Beck yep. tutorship. Yep. And, uh, and sometimes I think A-Rod gets left, uh, left on an, uh, un, untalked about, I guess. Yeah, no, no, for sure. And there's, you know, there, there's a huge difference of going and working on your mechanics and, and stuff specifically to the quarterback position than being in a game and um, having certain play calls. I mean, at the end of the day, you, you can have the best throwing mechanics and the best footwork in the world, but if if you're not gonna if you're not gonna call plays that are gonna get people open and put put your athletes in a position to succeed, then none of it really matters. And so uh, he does deserve a, a ton of credit. And I think a combination of of Zach putting in the extra work with having a you know a, a great coaching staff, it's been a good it's been a good thing. Jordan, as always, thank you very much, and should be a fun one tomorrow. Enjoy it. All right, guys. Okay, have a good one. See you, buddy. That's our friend Jordan Pendleton. And uh, you, you heard him talk about, guys, if there's a young athlete in your life you're looking to do some training, uh, Pendleton performance is, uh, Jordan, what uh, what Jordan does. Interesting insight. Man, he was right on it today. I mean, he said a lot of good things. Uh, you know, he knows a little bit about something about football. He's, he's been around the block. That's uh, a time or two. All right, we want to remind you about our friends at Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions backed by an industry-leading SLA. That guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communication for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net. We'll have more coming up next. It is The Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.